following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. the Starry Night Theater Podcast. I'm your host, Alex. I'm your other host, DJ. And this episode is sponsored by JDS Electrical, Inc. Licensed and insured. Call 716-523-2711 for all your electrical needs. JDS is still working uh, on the electrical stuff in our basement, going above and beyond, helping with the floor, helping with the ceiling. So shout out to them. I mean, really just going above and beyond for us. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Uh, okay, so yesterday was the anniversary party for the theater. The twenty third in that building is. We know, we know it's the twenty third. Yeah, now we do. I think I don't know. I'm. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> not for me. Um, it's it's ironic because uh, we recorded our first podcast episode. We talked about last anniversary party. Now this is the first episode of season two, and we're talking about oh, last shoot. anniversary party. So it all aligns. Look at that. Yeah. Um, uh, er, We didn't post episode 52 yet. Hopefully by the time this goes up, we did it. That's all on me. I just don't want to edit it. (laughs) Well, I thought Cal was going to help. I didn't realize that it was just (laughs) you. Well, he helps convert it from the audio that I create to... An MP3. Yeah, it is. It is very annoying and tedious and time consuming, and there's so much going on right now. So we just got back from New York City on Monday, and it's been nothing but snow and work and rehearsal. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to find a time to sit down and give like a couple hours to compile my voice a lot. Yeah. Just, I think we might be done with those compliments. I Yeah, I'm definitely done with them. <laughs> I want nothing to do with that. But looking into season two of the pod, I there's a couple things that I want to put out into the universe. Um, I would like to hear some shorter episodes. <laughs> I, yeah, that, that, that's the thing we talked about. Yeah. We, because before we were just like aiming for two hours after we reached it the fir- very first time. Mm-hmm. And now we're like, okay, they don't all need to be yeah. two hours. And some will. I mean, some are still yeah. going to be two hours because it's just it's just going to happen. But I think we should limit that and maybe be more open to doing part twos to episodes. So then we record one and then just keep one on the back burner. We do a couple more episodes and release the other other part of it. I like that. Um, yeah. So I mean, that's just a couple things. I think I had more, but. My brain's not fully functioning right now. Um, anniversary party, though. That was fun. I had a lot of fun yesterday. 
Did you? Yeah. Well, I, I expected you to state whether you had fun or not. No, I did. I thought you were just going to keep going. No. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. I mean, I could. Uh, it, I don't know. It. It's always something I look forward to. And then um, recently have always been disappointed with the turnout. Oh, like how many people show up? Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I always usually have a good time. It's always fun. Um, but something that has been asked for years now, th- it's a recent thing, though. When I was young, this was never asked. When I was young, everybody understood the anniversary party and understood what it was for. And now I think everybody's just getting a little more selfish. And the question mm-hmm. is always like, well, why would I come? What? Like there's nothing, there's nothing to do. There's no incentive to come, and I've had this conversation with several, several, several people, and it's just like the incentive to come. Like it's they pretty much a birthday up party, ask it like that. It, well, I've had a whole lot of around the bush, mm. um, speaking <laughs> like, oh, well, is there going to be anything to do? Is there blah blah blah? Like, yeah, fine, whatever. We'll plan more next time so you can enjoy yourself more, whatever. I'm fine with that. But just like – or people just like not showing up. Like it's for the building. For the first time ever in an actor's life, it's not about them. So like (laughs) it's for the building that lets you grow your ego. So like just (laughs) just support the building. Celebrate the building. I think it's just a gathering of people who are a part of the theater, who love the theater – and you're just supposed to be together. You're not necessarily – there's nothing to really do. You're celebrating a building. Like, what are you really doing? Right. Unless you had, like, I don't know, a ribbon cutting every year. But, like, why would you do that? I just think it's supposed to be people coming together and right. enjoying the time right. together. Jenna brought it up yesterday. And I don't think she was asking for herself, so this is not directed towards you. But – um she brought it up and it's just like, yeah, I know people have been asking that for years of like, why, why should I come? Why, what, what's in it for me? It's like, there's nothing in it for you. It's for the <laughs> building. <laughs> so, um, unless you're part of the building, then part of the building, part of the company, then it is for you. Everything's for you. I mean, there's free food. There's free and food. And there, there was a ton of food. Yeah. Like pizza, subs. I mean, everyone brought a snack. There were so many snacks. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that. Or or make something happen. Yeah. Like, I, the slideshow is another thing that took a lot of time to add pictures to. I have people sending me, like, 40 pictures at a time and just, like, putting them into the slideshow. And, like, that's just something I expect to, like, go on in the background while everyone else is, is are just talking. Yeah. Like, we're all theater people. All we do is talk. So, like, now you just have a building and a night to plan your talking. I don't know. I feel like I, it's always something that I've looked forward to or like or do something like Jenna brought her her Jackbox games. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, it's a party. You can bring whatever you want. So like that's taking initiative and like, OK, I'm going to do this there. Great. Perfect. But like, I'm sure there are many people who are like, well, something should be planned for me. It's like, well, Tracy mm-hmm. and I are very extremely busy. There's also other uh parties throughout the year there are so many parties throughout the year that everyone gets together and like that is a lot of work those they there's actually work going into that so i mean this one is just a nice break just to be together right 
That's yeah, that's the whole point. And and it never used to be a, a thing like everyone would just show up, bring a gift for the theater, eat and talk. Like that's all it's meant to to be. And it, it, it always used to be like that, but now I don't know. The further we get, everyone's more like, "Well, what's in it for me?" Mm. Nothing. But there was a good turnout. Yes. Yeah, no, I'm not saying like I it was a, it was a bad turnout or something, but like there's no reason that it shouldn't be wall to wall filled with people oh. who have Got it. Enjoyed the theater for however many years it's been a thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's just hard in general, no matter what the party is. Getting, like, yeah. a whole packed house. I'm just saying for what it's for, like, you wouldn't come, no matter who you have beef with, no matter <laughs> where you are in life, you wouldn't just come and be like, this is for the building, for the fond memories I, I created or the, the friends I, I made. Like, that's, I don't know. I feel like that's just a simple... Yeah, you're there to honor a space that brings people together. Mm -hmm. And there's no other way to do that than spending time with the people you enjoy spending time with. Right. Yeah, there doesn't always need to be something in return. Yeah, because it used to be like a big who's who. I'm young and I'm like, okay, like this person hasn't been here in 10 years, but they're here Mm -hmm. for this to celebrate. Like that's that's what it is. And um, we're seeing less of that but like the people who are there i appreciate and, and love and like i did have a really good time so like it, it was fun but like i'm not mad for myself or like upset like oh they didn't come and come to my party it's like it's not my party uh it's it's f- the theater's party it's for the theater so i don't know that's where i stand on on the anniversary party but i did i again i, I had a good time I love watching the slideshows and seeing all the memories and stuff. Like, I loved the sh- slideshow this year. I mean, I love it every year, but like this one in particular. I feel like because I've, I've been more involved, so I know more people when I see them on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so much fun. And yeah. like I, I put all of our pod pictures in there. Yeah. So like that's fun to, to remember. I tried sending all of those. I tried sending maybe like 50 and they wouldn't go through and then I gave up. <laughs> they're just like spread throughout my phone on different months. and I. Oh, I know. To have them all in one place. Maybe I should make an album, photo album of all just like theater, ghost light. Yeah. Yeah. My phone's destroyed right now. <laughs> I just got the phone in August and I have almost 2,000 pictures on oh it. Oh my God. But it's for stuff like this. Where like I'm just getting blasted 60 pictures at a time. And now like I just have all these pictures of like everybody else in my... <laughs> and there's probably duplicates. There's so many duplicates. Yeah. 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 Do you have a lot of storage on your phone? I do. Yeah. This one... I don't know how much, but it's a lot. Okay. I, I'm sure I'll reach it, though. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so shout out to everyone who came. Like, I, I do appreciate it, and I did have fun, and it's something that we're going to do regardless of who shows up. It could be two people sitting there. My dad said this yesterday. He goes, it could be me and you sitting there, but we're going to celebrate the theater because it's what we do and it's what we love. So, um, yeah, I might not be getting anything out of it. I might be losing money on it, which I did. I bought this <laughs> freaking yeah. sub platters, which... Um, are expensive, and yeah, I wasn't it, expecting that because there was also pizza. So I was like, "Well, wow!" Because it's always like it's always pizza. Yeah. So I just wanted to shake it up a, nice a little change. bit. Yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah, I don't know. It's for for the the building. I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay, anniversary party done. What were you going to talk about? Beef, beef and then beef. Uh, okay, do you have beef? I do, and you know what. I feel like 
a lot of most of our beef just centers around cars and I can't it's just like I can't avoid it every time I get in a car I'm like I have more beef yeah um so Friday I went to Kleinhands to see Buffalo Philharmonic to uh Zeppelin music yes okay um so I didn't I carpooled I didn't drive and so obviously this past week it's been it was snowing a ton yeah and in downtown buffalo there's even less parking cuz the snow piles take up if the car's not taking up a pile then the snow is taking up a spot um so we drive down there and we're already we have to pick up mustafa so we're already like a little bit we're behind we're not late yet but we're behind so we get there and we realize there's no parking by the building at all. So we're going to have to walk at some point. But we're driving. We're passing all these side streets. There's no spaces at all. So eventually, probably like, I don't know, a little less than 10 minutes, we finally find a spot. And it starts at 730. And it's probably 725 at this point. So we find a spot. And the person driving says, no, you know, I, I, okay, they had good intentions. They're like, I don't want you guys to walk that far. Like, I'm, I want to find another spot. I want to find a closer spot. And my mind just goes to this never works out. Like, why? We just spent all this time. Right. We just found a spot. Let's just get out and walk. Like, it's not that far. We're all healthy. We all have both our legs. Like, we can walk. And no, so they decide to find a closer spot. So we drive another 10 minutes mm. around <laughs> the places that we already knew didn't have any any parking. And at this point, so it's now like 735, they find a parking spot finally after another 10 minutes of looking. At that point, we would have been there on time. We would have been there like... At least maybe 7.30, 7.35 latest if we just stayed at that first spot and walked. So this spot, I kid you not, was a little bit farther than the original spot. And we ended up <laughs> we just We ended up walking and we walked to the other side of the building. We were supposed to meet our friends on the opposite oh side. God. And when we got out, I was just, like, okay, the first... Honestly, the first 15 minutes, and I hate that I, I get this way, but the first 15 minutes of the show, I could not stop thinking about this parking spot. I was just, I was so infuriated. I was like, why can we just, like, people, I don't know what it is, but it's like they're in some competition with themselves where they want to, I I know, like, people do this all the time. I do it too, where I'm like, okay, I'll find a closer spot. But I think when you're when you have something scheduled and you have to be there at a certain time it's like just take the spot the first spot you find yeah take the open spot yeah so i was just like i was just frustrated from being late but it it was fine it's understandable yeah in their defense <laughs> when i'm driving people i'm very self-conscious about Everyone's very open about my driving to me, <laughs> which sometimes is just unwelcome. Yeah. Like, it's like I'm just driving you down the street. I don't care if I'm going 35 <laughs> miles per hour in a 30. It, yeah. You're in my car. Shut up. 
And so they're very, very open and, and willing to to talk with me about my driving. So if I pick a spot that's a little bit further, like say we're going to Target, and and Target's always swamped. It's mobbed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I feel the pressure of a thousand suns <laughs> to get the closest spot because this person will make a comment no matter who it is. Like, I don't, I don't care who it is in my car. They're going to make a comment about it. I promise you. Just like how far you're, you are. Yeah. Oh my God. It's just, I think it's something that I radiate that people feel the constant need to critique what I do. And it's like, <laughs> I promise you it's not welcomed here. It's not. I don't want. I I don't want to know that I could have parked closer. I I don't care. I park far at Target. Me too. I don't care. Like I used to. My mom does that too. And I remember when I was a kid, she would park far. And I'm like, why are you parking? Even at like Wegmans, why are you parking so far? And she would always say, like, I don't want anyone like touching my car, like slamming the door in my car, like getting out, and it's just tough. And now that I'm older, I'm like, okay, yeah, I get it. I'd rather just walk than deal with any of the pain of trying to back up and like cars coming both ways yes yeah and finding it like going down and finding a spot especially at Wegmans where the spots are like so small no it's not it's just not worth it and like all right I have a parking spot I could either pull through you can almost always pull through if you if you're back far enough I don't know you have all the room in the world pull through yeah (laughs) I don't have to back up right because backing up is horrible because people are coming both ways like kid you not i will quadruple check both sides before i pull out and sometimes there ends up being a car yeah even though like i start to back out there's a car even though i just checked four times and there wasn't one no i don't know well yesterday at franco's i'm pulling out that's not even a a horrible (laughs) parking lot and my backup camera is completely frozen Mm. so like i I, you can kind of see shapes (laughs) and i start backing up my back window is completely frosted like, I'll clean it off. I'll get in my car. Boom. It's back. Mm. Like, it's just, it freezes. And some dude, like, I start pulling out, and some dude just comes as close to my car as, as possible. Like, a, a normal guy out of his car. Like, you see the red lights are on. You see my car in motion. Why are you walking still? <laughs> and so, like, I stopped. I, I saw enough of a shape to stop. And I'm just like, I hate people. I hate you all. <laughs> Like so, you see him. You see me backing up. Yeah, and that's always in Target or or Wegmans yeah. or anything. It's like little little Jimmy comes running out of nowhere. Like, jeez, <laughs> just and, let me go. And then I'm the villain. Yeah, the I hit you, and I'm the villain. Always the villain. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Pedestrians first. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I I back that. I yeah. I mean, no, I do. Like they do. They did have good intentions of. But right. also, we all in the car were like, no, it's totally fine. We'll walk. Like, no one was, you know, dissing them for parking so far. Right. But I don't I But I feel, I get it. They feel the pressure of like, it, parking yeah. so far. The pressure, it's there. Because then one comment, one comment does it for me. And someone's like, wow, what, what a walk. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a joke, it's one thing. Like, oh, okay, it's a joke. Well, I'll, whatever. I'm cool with jokes. But if it's a serious comment, then then I would be like you, and I'd be sitting in there. But f- not for the whole for fifteen minutes; it'd be the whole thing. Oh my god! Be like this this person next to me. I drive them here. I find a parking spot, and they're still gonna give me give me crap for not getting close enough. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's part of the reason why I sometimes let other people drive. I'm like, I'm not gonna deal with the headache of other people telling me. Mm-hmm. what to do in the car so i'll just leave that to someone else so i guess like thank you for driving this person but like, 
But yeah. Yeah. Driving. I mean, there's always, <laughs> there's always going to be beef there. I had I had beef on the way here. I was like, dude, come on. There was just some other car that was uh, didn't put a turn signal on. And there was no car in front of them. And they were waiting a while for the, a car on the opposite side to go by. And I was like, I, they had no turn signal. So I'm like, is there a car in front of you? I can't tell because your truck and you're way bigger than me. So, and they ended up taking like two minutes of just sitting there. And then I finally went around them and was like, wow, there's no car in front of you. You could have just put your turn signal on. That's tough. Yeah. Car beef. It's our number one beef on this, it on this is. show. It is. I try to get away from it. But then, like, time and again, I just always find something. There's always going to be something because people are crazy. Yeah. That's the number one beef is, is people, <laughs> actually. Yeah. I All have right. more. I could go on. But I won't. What's your beef? Um, my beef is very different and I'm going to get a lot of hate. Oh God. Like, I think this is going to get so much hate, but my beef is, uh, people who let their dogs lick their mouth. <laughs> I don't think you'll get a lot of hate. I think a lot of people agree with you. No, no. If, if <laughs> you don't own a dog, right? I don't own a dog. No, but like I, I grew up with a dog. So uh, anytime I say this around dog people, they're like, oh, my God, like you've never had a connection with a pet. It's like, no, I have had a connection with a pet. I've never wanted a, a tongue that has licked <laughs> their own butt, that has, has licked their paws, which crawl everywhere. Dogs are filthy. Cats, filthy. They're all filthy. They're all disgusting creatures. I love them. They're adorable. They're so cute. And and they're, and they're great to see and, and be around. I wouldn't not have one. Like I maybe one day I'll have a dog or have a cat, but they're filthy. And like, you can't ever let that slip your mind (laughs) and people constantly do and let them lick their mouth. (laughs) Um, I'm guilty of that. That's disgusting. (laughs) I'm not, I think as I've gotten older, I'm more so like, okay, maybe like on the cheek, but never not on my mouth or anything. But when I was younger, yeah, I didn't care. I was like, the more the merrier. That's disgusting. <laughs> it's, I don't. That's something that like it makes me actually mad. And and I and if you hear this and and you're someone who's going to text me and be like, wow, I feel judged. I hope you do. I sincerely <laughs> hope you feel judged because I am judging you. Like it is, it's vile. It's disgusting. Yeah, but no, <laughs> no. And the food they eat is disgusting as well. Maybe it's just like, slopped yeah. meat disgusting if you are a person who lets the dog lick their mouth you need to reconsider your life and and like just take a look at yourself think of what that dog touches with that tongue. a lot of people it's it's everyone who owns a dog i don't get it like to just get down and and oh it makes me it makes me ill uh i know one person who would agree with you who? Mustafa. Good. He's a germaphobe. He used to be worse when he was a kid. Like, now he's fine. But when he was younger, he was like, I, everything grossed me out. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, I won't let a dog lick me. No. I, yeah, I don't like when a dog licks me anywhere. Mm. When a dog licks my hand or whatever, then I got to go wash it. Like, it's when just... you're sweating and dog licks you because they're trying to get... <laughs> it's, they're so disgusting. And then they're going to go lick this person's mouth and then yeah. come and lick my mouth. And then don't forget when they lick their butthole in between. Like, are we forgetting what comes out of that? I mean, all this is valid. 
It's disgusting. <laughs> it drives me crazy when I see something like that happen. Like, like what is do, wrong with you? When you see it happen, do you have to leave the room? I can't look at it. <laughs> I really can't look at it because what? And they're like, oh, it's just like I just have a deep connection. No, you don't. Not that deep that they're going to lick your mouth. Like, oh, and they're like, oh, it's just they're giving me kisses. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're licking your face. Yeah. That is disgusting. You're... Imagine we're on a first date okay. and my <laughs> my way of, of, of giving you a, a goodbye kiss or something is literally just licking your mouth. You'd be like, this guy's a creep. <laughs> I'll never see him again. Or we'll, let's go one further. You come over. We're, we're dating. Listener, me and you, we're dating. All right? You come over to my house. You know what? I got to use the bathroom. You go to the bathroom. There's no toilet paper. And then you remember, oh, this guy's a wipe guy. There's no wipes. Now you look where, around. There's no toilet. Where are we toilet. going with this? <laughs> there's no toilet. Then you look outside. I'm outside squatting in the woods. And then how do I clean myself? I clean myself as a dog would clean themselves. I clean myself as a cat would clean themselves. And then I come in and I'm expecting a kiss. This is what's happening, but with something that's much smaller and cuter than me. <laughs> there needs to be a line somewhere. They just licked their butt. They just licked whatever they have on them. They just licked. Yeah. And you're letting them lick your face. I mean, I really don't have any argument against it. Like, everything you're saying is valid. It just, so, like, and I've never heard a good argument against it. Yeah, there's not really an argument against it you could make. Because I... Yeah, from a hygienic standpoint, it is gross. But I think it's just also like if you grew up with a dog or an animal, I guess it just is a little it just feels different. Like you just I don't know. You just feel loved by them. <laughs> I feel loved by many people. <laughs> many people these people that I feel loved by, they're not licking my mouth. But humans don't lick. To show affection. Okay, neither do dogs don't have to lick to show affection. They don't, They wag but their they tail. Do. They come up and cuddle with you. Yeah, but that's, that's just another form. That's all fantastic stuff. I love that stuff. If a dog comes and sat on my lap, great. Great. I'll, I'll cuddle with this dog. My Aunt Barb has the best dog ever. Just the cutest thing ever. Love that dog. Never in my life would I think, let me allow this pooch to start licking my mouth. <laughs> it just, it, it will never make sense. It is disgusting, and it infuriates me. Yeah, I think, yeah, a lot of listeners may be not in agreement. I would love to hear how you're not in agreement. And next I time, I can just hear people being like, "No, but you don't love dogs like I do, and you don't, and they're just so cute and cuddly." So, so I cuddle with them. <laughs> don't let them lick you. It. Oh my God! It. It's so insane. I would love for you dog people or cat people, cat, people like cats lick their face too. Never in my life would I let my dad's cat, my, my sister's cat would just scratch my face off. So, I mean, I'm not worried about that cat. But my dad's cat would, would definitely come and, and try to lick your face. She'll lick anything. Mm. Anything. <laughs> my face is, is not anything. I don't want that licked. I don't I've seen what you lick. I've seen you clean yourself. I have no interest in having your tongue on my face. So like let's say you were on a date and you were really into this person and then you saw them let their dog lick their face. You'd be like, I can't. 
No, never mind. No. No. <laughs> um, no. I wouldn't... Like, it's not that far that I'm like, I, I, I won't be with this person. <laughs> it's just like, I'll just say it every time. I'll be like, you just let your dog lick your face. You know what else they licked? Just think next time. Think next time I that... Do. People like you have gotten into my head when they've said this, like, the same argument. I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. And that's why I I don't really let them lick me. I don't let them lick me on the mouth. Like, I yeah. still will... If they lick me on the cheek once, then fine. But, like, I do stay away from that. But when I was younger, no. I loved it. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> little kids, like, they don't know. Yeah. And they're just... They're kind of stupid. They'll let anything happen. You're a grown adult doing it though is is too far. The people, I think it's worse though. People who like make out with their dogs. That's you should be in jail. Have you seen that? Like they just let the dog lick them, like the inside of their mouth. Yeah, and like mm-hmm. they will just keep it going. They they won't stop until there's slobber all over their face. Yeah, that's really gross. Now, if I was on a date and I saw somebody do that, <laughs> it's over. It's over. Not only is it over, but I'm calling the ASPCA because this animal oh is not in a safe situation. Oh, my God. Like, that is not – that's too far. If you're one of those listeners, I don't want you listening to my podcast anymore. I don't oh want – I don't, I don't hey. want you li- – I don't want your ears. You're a sick human being. That's, that's vile. Let a dog <laughs> clean the inside of your mouth. You're done. You're done. The lips, fine. Okay? <laughs> it's, it's not fine. It's really disgusting. But – I'll let it pass. I'll let that one slip. If you're letting a dog lick the inside of your mouth, you it's need like you need jail time. Like they don't do it on okay, purpose. But if like... it slips in, fine. But but like you got to <laughs> no, push. No, but they still keep going. No, then it's not fine. If they're keeping it going, it's not fine. If you're openly letting your dog put their tongue in your mouth, you're done. You need to reconsider every decision you've ever made in your life because i guarantee they're wrong decisions that is i would never be in a place mentally that i would let a dog put their tongue in my mouth hmm. this makes me sick i'm sick <laughs> noted and the lips fine <laughs> uh, i can deal with it as a bystander you shouldn't do it though yeah i there are people who can train their dogs uh not to lick which is great they like some people are just really good at training and other people just suck. But if you get a dog and they lick a lot, you can if you like stick with it, you can get them to stop. Yeah, I feel like you can train your dog to do anything. The problem is and I don't fault anybody for not training their dogs properly, a dog having a dog is another job. Yeah. Which is why I I really don't want a dog. Like I'm not home enough. I'm not I don't want to train something. Like, I don't know. It's – I get the benefit to having a dog, like the the short amount of joy that it will give you. <laughs> the short. <laughs> no, what? Dogs live like what? 15 years maybe? Yeah. So it's like, all right, you have happiness for 15 years and then ultimate depression <laughs> once it dies. <laughs> and then it's like, okay, now it's kind of over. Yeah. I mean, people just get another one. But you put all that time into one dog. Yeah. No, it's very sad. I know. I like it 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 ruins me. It is sad. But like I I feel like something if I do something it's got to benefit me in some way. And in the long run, I feel like that's going to benefit me very shortly. Hmm. I've always wanted a dog. I I grew up with a dog and 
I would like to get one, but I'm on the same page where I'm like, but I'm not always home. Yeah. And even if that was out of the equation, it's like, there's just so much more like I want to, I like traveling. So yeah. I just, I do want a dog and I know at some point I will get one, but it is, it is work. Especially when you get a puppy, you have to be home all the time. Yeah. And then like, I've had friends get dogs and then they're like, they can't hang out for as long as they used to be able to because yeah, they right. gotta go home. <laughs> they gotta go home and feed the dog. So, I mean, it is a responsibility. Yeah. And one that I don't want. Like, it, it, it doesn't benefit me enough, I feel. And they're cute. They're adorable. I love looking at them. I, I just I just don't want that responsibility. I want a dog that I can train to come on hikes with me and not, uh-huh. like, off a leash, but is just, like, so obedient. I can just call it and it'll come back and stick with me and, like, I can take it on trips. But It's a lot of training. Yeah. So there's that. I support you. I support dog lovers. I understand, um, but I just it's not it's not my avenue. Okay. All right. There's the beef, <laughs> the beef out in the world. I please. I really. I I would love to hear feedback on why you're doing this thing. Yeah, I'd like to hear your reasons. Yeah. Because like, I guarantee they're not good. Yeah. Ones. I I want to see if someone could convince you to like budge a little bit. If someone has the capacity in their reasoning to make you budge, there's slightly. just there's nothing. There's no reason <laughs> unless it's like you will live ten times longer if you let a dog lick your mouth. Okay, you got me. I'm done. But that's not a reason. Yeah. To get fecal particles on your mouth from from this cute little cute little thing. It's cute. It's adorable. Great. Don't let it lick your lips. <laughs> End right. of discussion. <laughs> That's it. I mean, that, it's period, bottom line. I don't think anybody will change me, but go ahead. Try. Yeah, I don't think they will, but I'd like to hear what they have to I say. I would love to hear. I'd love to hear. Um, <laughs> it's like it's like when people go in and interview um, people in a psych ward or something. Like, I would love to hear why you're crazy. <laughs> so let me know. <laughs> um, okay. We missed last week's episode. The reason why it's going to be a, a greatest... Uh, moments yeah. is because we were in New York City. Um, I had a lot of fun in New York City. I'm passing <laughs> the ball to you. I'm <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so we went to New York. We saw The Lion King and we saw Wicked. Um, Lion King when it first started. Oh my god! I forgot my whole beef. I had whole Lion what? King beef. Oh, okay. Uh, well, you can get it. You can say it in this. I'll I'll just briefly touch upon it. Um, so we went to see Lion King. When the Circle of Life happened, it like rejuvenated my soul. Oh my god! I was so excited. Like I honestly like I was I'm smiling. Just... I don't smile often. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just like I feel like you did a complete one eighty. From the beginning of the show to the end. Oh yeah, no. I once the end came, I'm like, okay, that that wasn't very good. (laughs) But the Circle of Life, I would pay the admission price just to see the Circle of Life. Oh my god! That when the elephants came from the audience and that the giraffe came on stage, I was like beyond excited, like true excitement. Yeah. No, I I everything like visually, I loved. It was the costumes. The set, I mean, just like I mean, just all the 
just costumes in general. Yeah. It, it was crazy. Like, yeah. I, I have never seen a spectacle like that before. Yeah. Um, I think I enjoyed it a bit more than you did in the end. Yeah. Because in the end, you were you, you were just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. It kept going, and I was like, ah, oh, man, this is not. At what point were you like, okay, I'm out? Um, Like, at intermission. Were you feeling that way? I was feeling like I don't like where this is headed, <laughs> but I'm going to be positive. And then it started and it kept going. Well, it started with the dudes in the audience swinging the birds. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm hyped. I'm hyped. I'm ready. Come on. Bring on Act 2. And then Act 2 kept going. I'm like, oh, okay. This is just not very good. Is that? It was shocking for a Broadway show. I don't I, – I just – I don't know. Okay. So can you explain to me what you didn't like? Exactly. Well, I didn't like the acting. Okay. I, I didn't think that yeah, was. I'll say what I don't after. Oh uh, yeah, I don't think the acting was very good. Um, the fight choreography was heinous. <laughs> I mean, I saw a production of this with like eighth graders twice, I think, um, and their fight choreography was better than Broadway fight choreography. Wow. Like, well, what's going on there? <laughs> um, it was like not even close to connecting, and it wasn't dance. Like I was expecting a dance fighting, and like. That's obviously very different from like a real staged fight, and it wasn't even that. It was like some awkward thing in between. It was okay. I, I'm with you there. I think the fighting could have been way better. I they it was kind of just like steps back and forth. Like they yeah. just stepped back and forth, and like and they pose in between each one. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I, I get it, but no. I think I more so at the end just like accepted that that's the direction they took. I was like, okay, that's what they decided to do. I don't agree with it, but like that's what they decided. And you were just like, no, I that just ruined it for me. It takes you out of it. Yeah. Like you're already out of it because you're like, okay, this is obviously not a lion, <laughs> but I'm buying in. And then they do something like that and you're like, I can't even pretend anymore. Yeah, I think you're just like more harsh in that regard. I'm just like, okay, they, I don't agree, but I accept, and you won't accept. <laughs> I won't accept because, like, what are you doing? You, like this, I feel like Broadway's it. Like that, at least for the U.S. Like yeah. that should be the best thing that we have to offer. And if that was the best we have to offer, like Circle of Life, I'm like, oh yeah, this is the yeah. best we have to offer right here. And then it kept going. I'm like, this is so not the best we have to offer. Um, I don't know. I just, the, the costumes, everything else was, was really, really cool. But just, um, yeah, the acting and the choreography. Was there a specific character that you didn't like their acting? Um, it's hard. Like, or just overall in general. Uh, I didn't love Timon and Pumbaa. Um, I didn't like Simba necessarily i like the little kid the little kid was cute like that was awesome yeah the little kid out there that was great uh then once he changed it's like eh, it was all right yeah uh rafiki was cool that was cool that like i wasn't i didn't know what they would do with that the water scene yeah just like everything with rafiki i was just yeah. like whoa like whoever she was or they were like fantastic yeah yeah, and that the whole the the water scene when like they 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 did the face behind. Yeah, incredible. Like like you said, it's a, it's a spectacle. Yeah, like you're not going for the music, I guess. 
which is sad. Like you could go for the music. The music's great. But like this was just like eh. music took a back seat to to everything that you're seeing. Yeah, it was definitely when I when we left, I was definitely like that was about the visuals yeah. and less about the acting and yes. the story in general. And the visuals I'll never forget for the yeah, rest of my like life. They were, so they were great. so good. I've never seen a show like that. So yeah. like you have to give them props where they're due. Absolutely. Like I, I will never forget the the visuals that they implanted in my mind for that. Like that that's great stuff. Um but I, I ranked it number three. I've only seen three Broadway shows. <laughs> it's number three. Um and then we saw Wicked, which I was like I don't know. I, I saw Wicked when it came to Shays however long ago, real long ago. I was young. Do you remember that one at all? Not at all. Not even a little bit. And I loved Wicked on Broadway. I loved it. <laughs> I feel like I – see, this is where we, uh, we're going to differ now and people are going to come at me. It's not that I didn't like it. I think I liked – the sec we differ in the fact that I like the second half better than the first half. Yes, yes. And I th- and the reason is the same for why we I like it and you don't, which is I liked that the connections they made to the Wizard of Oz and that storyline, and you didn't like that. No, I don't like the Wizard of Oz. Which like I that blew my mind. I couldn't understand how. I don't know. I just like I like it for the reasons why you don't, which is funny. What are the reasons I don't like, like it? you? You were saying the Wizard of Oz is just just like an old timey movie, and I don't know what. Like I respect it for what it did, but when you when you take everything at face value and you watch a movie and you're like, okay, if we take apart what this did for cinema and you just watch it you're like oh this is not very good but see i disagree because back when it came out it was like yeah back when it came out if you compare that to a movie and i'm not even talking visuals like visuals aside you're just looking at the acting it's like oh this is not very good the line's not very good yeah i think in my eyes it's just like a classic like i i saw it when i was younger i loved it and like never gonna not love it but that's something that needs to be inspected with <laughs> with, with a lot of people because everyone's like well this is just a classic but what does that mean it's a classic because it was old and everybody loved it when it came out and it's it everyone keeps pretending to love it i think because you watch it's a wonderful life everyone's like this is a classic you watch it if that movie True. came out yesterday everyone would hate it it's boring but uh it's three hours long the wizard of oz or no uh it's, it's wonderful, wonderful life, life. Yeah, okay, I agree. Like, it being a classic can't really be all that... can't be the only reason, but, like, I like those kind of old-timey, like, that kind of quality. Like, it does not have to have the highest quality filmmaking for me to love something. And I just feel like even if I watched it today for the first time ever... I would still love it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just I it's just like a cool fun story. I don't I don't know. I don't relate to the I don't like the story. I don't I, I don't know. I just I think it's just like fun and like colorful and 
just I don't know. It's a trip. Like it's just like fun to watch. I have a question about Wicked though. Okay. The end. So the end of 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 Wizard of Oz. Is everything fake? Was it all a dream? Oh yeah. Uh. Yeah. So then, how the hell does Wicked make sense? I don't. I was trying to like make the connections during Wicked, and I couldn't get all of them. I I was like trying to find how they were on the same timeline, and everything made sense. Um, which like the timeline does, but I don't know. I don't know how that works if it's all just a dream in the end. I feel like the insinuation is that it's not from Wicked. Yes, from Wicked. Yeah, from. Wizard of Oz, I always just accepted, like, oh, okay, like... Like, she, Dorothy yeah. was in her dream, yeah. But the insinuation has to be, or else I just watched a play that makes no sense. Which I, I don't choose to believe, because I, I like Wicked better than, I, than, than Wizard of Oz. And yeah. I don't think it's even close. I think, to me, with Wicked, like... I don't... I feel like everyone is just a diehard fan of that show... And I don't know why I'm not a diehard fan. Like, I'm a fan. It was fun. It was cool. I like the. I love a lot of the songs, but like, I it did not like blow me out of the water. Yeah, I don't think it blew me out of the water. Like, I didn't have a reaction like I did for Lion King, for like Circle of Life and stuff. And I, but I guess like that the hearing the reviews for so many years and people being so incredibly dedicated to that show maybe that like manipulated how i saw like my thoughts going into it at least yeah like if i didn't know anything about it then maybe i was like oh yeah that is like really good but i I, like it is really good i just it wasn't but it's held to a really high yes it's held to a really high standard and i'm like does that meet my standard right Uh, no i i agree in that but I think the only reason Wicked does well is if you get the two main characters casted well. And I think what we saw, they were fantastic. Yeah. The two. Um, oh, yeah. They were. Glinda and, and Elphaba. Um, like, I think that as long as you have those two, you have a, a show. The story is not very good. Like, I don't care about the the what's Oz guy. I don't care about him. I don't care about anyone else. Like, just focus on these two. Like, uh, just have those two on stage for the whole time, and I'm yeah, in. Yeah, I guess that that too. Like, I thought the story in general was going to be stronger than it yeah. was, and it really is. Just like you're wowed by those two characters yeah. and what the actors can do with them, as opposed to the story. Like, the story was just kind of like I don't really even care. Like, yeah. what I don't feel a connection to. Like, <sighs> this is gonna sound harsh, but like what was it like the animals were basically being discriminated against Mm -hmm. and like obviously that like that's something that like your heart feels for that but for some reason the way that the story is told at least on in that on that stage it like didn't hit me as hard Well, because it felt like a subplot. Like, it's just like, yeah, this is going on, but really just focus on. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly, that's exactly how I felt. Like, like it was just. Focus on the green girl getting made pretty. Like, focus, like, and and that's great. Like, I I love that scene. Yeah. But like the, the, I don't know. I feel like if they're going after storytelling, then they would 
try to punch up the animal thing. More. Yeah, and I think that's what it was missing for me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I agree. The story's not very strong, but those two, like, I I loved everything they did. So I, I was I was into it. And then, oh, yeah, I mean, I was into it. Like, they were crazy good. Yeah. I mean, that they made me like the songs even more. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really glad I did see it. Yeah, me too. I'm really glad. That's my favorite Broadway show I've seen. Yeah, I've only seen... I've only seen three, and one I don't even remember because I was really young. So it's got got to be my top. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back and, and add to the list, but right now it's Wicked, Sweeney... Lion King. Yeah. Yeah. So I it, it is fun going and seeing shows. Like, I wish we lived in a place that had theater going constantly. Because I love watching shows. Like, that's, I don't know. It, it's fun. It kind of rejuvenates your love for what you do. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, there's things here. Like, yeah, it's not Broadway. But they put on Broadway shows. You can go to Toronto. You can go to Shays. <laughs> Toronto is not here. And yeah, but also, Toronto's not far. Like, New York's eight hours by train or car. But, like, Toronto's, what, two? I'm just saying um, uh, Broadway's just nonstop. Like, you can always go. Yeah. Shays is, like, every – I don't know their schedule, but Like, there's not there's nonstop. multiple shows going on yeah. every day. Yeah, and you can go see whatever. You can see a new show a day if you wanted yeah, to. Yeah, and there's, like, only one playing at Shays at a time. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so like that—that that was just cool to like be part of that and and see that. And we hung out with Brennan. Shout out Brennan. Yeah, uh, it was so good seeing Brennan. Yeah, he, he'll be a guest. Um, we actually have some really good guest ideas coming up, so I'm excited for uh, the, the beginning of season two. Yeah, that's crazy. I like. I feel like because our last episode isn't even out yet, it doesn't feel like this is season two. I know. I know. But uh, yeah, we should we should do some cool things for season two. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, one more thing before we go off, we're at 49 minutes. Uh, I just wanted to bring up some points f- that we talked about in the first episode and see how it changed from then to to where we are now. Wow. What? No, I don't even remember the points we brought up in the first episode. It was just all the basic stuff. Like we answered the questions that we ask everybody: What's your favorite show? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your f- favorite show you've seen so yeah so those questions and then we just kind of talked about like how we felt acting wise and and directing wise and what we want to do in the future so you first what's your favorite show you've seen what's your favorite show you've been in i think by from the theater specifically yeah, yeah. okay okay um we can't <laughs> yeah i'm like <laughs> we uh, can't cross in the broadway yeah with this. <laughs> um i gotta say my this was when we f- did the first episode. It was after Frankenstein, right? No. Frankenstein after, hadn't happened yet. It was after Yes, Virginia. Okay. Which definitely wasn't our favorite yeah. show. So I don't remember what I said, but I, <laughs> I can tell you my favorite is still Frankenstein. I like that. Yeah. Um, love Frankenstein. I, Sweeney Todd. Honestly, like this past season, I feel like was... I connected with this past season more than previous yeah. ones. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, I I love Spiral. I know it's not everyone's favorite. I I just like enjoyed being in it. I enjoyed who I was with. I enjoyed that role. So, 
I'd say those three, <laughs> which are from his past seasons. Yeah, which is cool. <laughs> I like that. I, it was a really strong season. It was, yeah. A really strong season all around. And I think what we have right now is um, shaping up to be a strong season. Yeah. Spiral Spiral was good. Like it, I, I enjoyed it. It was just, I, I think mentally it was just really tough on me coming off of uh, Sweeney. Yeah. Straight head first diving into that. So then we we were changing the Sweeney set. We were building the spiral set. And we were also trying to focus on Night of the Living Dead. So everything at once is just yeah, too much. It was a lot. Yeah. Um, and then Christmas Rose happened, which is just fantastic. I love that. One of my favorite plays. And now Treasure Island. So, I mean, we've just got banger after banger here. Yeah, I'm waiting to see if Treasure Island surpasses Frankenstein for me. I, For you personally, I don't think it will. For a lot of people, I think it very much could. But it's not the emotional, yeah. tragic That's piece. what I'm thinking. Yeah. It's just fun. Like, you go out, you have fun. And, right. Um, just a couple wows. Like, it's it's fun. Like, there's story. Everyone's working their butts off. Uh, I think we got some really, really good work done last rehearsal. So I am very excited. It's just night and day different from from Frankenstein. Yeah. So the people who didn't like Frankenstein, they'll probably jump to this because it's, it's not. You're not going to go yeah. to the theater and feel all your emotions. Like, it's just going to be like, not yeah, let's feel. go. No, you'll feel. <laughs> you'll still feel stuff. I mean, everyone's really doing a great job. So. Yeah, I know. I, I've been asking people, like, how the rehearsals have been going and everyone seems to be enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Um, so that was your favorite show you've seen. What's your favorite show you've been in? <laughs> uh, Spiral. <laughs> it's gotta be. It's gotta be Spiral. I'm like, what, what else could it be? <laughs> yeah. No, I just, I, that just means that role was meant a lot to me, so. Yeah. I like, like that. Maybe in the future that'll change, but for right now. Yeah, I think it was a really important role and you, you. Like that's your role. Like that's when when you think Alex. Like you think that's that's it. That's that's the best. Yeah. Thanks. Mm-hmm. All right. What about you? Um, do you have more. Yeah. Sure. We can do this, and then we'll go to the next question. Uh, favorite show I've seen is is um, I love the original Frankenstein in 2012 or 2011, whenever that was. That changed me as a human being. Um, my dad did a fantastic job with it, and his uh, again, him adapting it is unreal. I love, I love the script. Um, and then what was the other one? All through the night, of course. Uh, obviously, anytime we we've done all through the night and a night of dark intent. Wow, is, do you know if this is the same as what you said before? I think last time I just said all through the night. Mm. But now, like, I think about it longer. And, like, there's different things, like like the post show, but I was in it. But that would – I sat out for, like, for, like, the scene scenes. I just did, like, the poem stuff. And the scene scenes were amazing. And I loved seeing my dad direct in that. I think that's really where I, where I connected, like, oh, maybe I want to do this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he – like, we talked about Trey's whole last part. Like, that was fantastic. So, like, that was important. And I think definitely one of my favorites. I was not expecting you to say Night of Dark Intent. I don't know why. I just... I don't know. I felt like you had a lot more that would have come before that. 
Um, I don't know. I, I, I love spooky. I love uh, anything my dad wrote. And um, it was – I love the twist and that. I love that it's a big old spooky house. Like it's just everything that I, I love. And it's not just like a sellout like, oh, let's just like put on a scary yeah. play. It's like there's actual meaning and actual um, important stuff that happens in it. So, yeah, I think it's just like a perfect storm of yeah of everything. So well, I can't wait. I love wait. that you love that one. Yeah. I can't wait to bring it back. Um, question about Frankenstein. Do you – do you like the original version for better than your version or do you just feel like it's a special connection because that's the first time you saw that one um i think they're so different like that was the original creature kind of aspect thing so like i think that will always be special as that like the original telling of of the story like the true telling and then when we told it this past season, it was just kind of – it was anything but the original. Like, So I don't know. It's really hard to compare the two. But I will yeah. always have a special connection to the first one uh, just watching it in awe. Yeah. And I'll always have a special connection to the second one obviously because like that was my first big one. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. And uh, favorite one I've, I've been in, I don't know. Um, I think my – Still, I think I said this the first time too. My best acting work was as, as George in All Through the Night, and my favorite show I was in was was um, uh, Tom Sawyer. Yeah, was, no, I mean, I was Tom Sawyer. Yeah, no, I re- I really liked you as George. Um, would you be in All Through the Night again? Yeah. So, like, I I'm not as against acting as I once was. Really. Yeah, I don't know. There's a couple things. Okay, so that that's something that's changed from this past year. Yeah. And it's not it's not like I'm I, I wanna like go out and, and I don't know, try to be an actor, but like just yeah, no. do some of like the, the, the character things and like I'm not against doing that. Why do you think that changed? I don't know. I wanted to focus on being a director and uh, just improve there, and I think I did, from from Frankenstein to Sweeney to Spiral to now Treasure Island. I think I I did improve. So, I don't know. My I was talking to my dad about it too. He's like, "You got to get back on stage." I'm like, "Okay, like you're saying that because you're my dad." He's like, "No, um, because directors who don't act, like they don't get it. They don't 100 percent get it. Yeah, and that's get so what, true. Yeah, like they forget." what it's like to be on stage and then that sort of deters them from relating to the actors as much yeah so like that just like intrigued me i'm like yeah that's that's a good point yeah and so like there's a couple things next season that i was already eyeing that i want to audition for so i mean but even before he said that I, i was thinking about it but now that he said that i'm like yeah that that's good sense i'll i'll do it good i want to see you in more too I feel like I haven't seen you in enough. And what I have seen you in it hasn't been anything like crazy big. I don't yeah. I don't yeah, nothing like major. No. It's just not like that's not what I Yeah, it's not want yeah. for myself, I feel, but like like the side stuff, I love I love doing that. Like it is fun to, to go up and create a character and um I don't know, just act. So yeah, that's that has changed for me. Nice. And now what about 
your favorite memory from the season? And we'll end on this question. Um, or not season, year. So from yeah, because I'm like spiral started the new season. Yeah. So from the past season. Yeah, from the past, from 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 yes, Virginia to Christmas Rose. Oh, God, uh, see, questions like this always get me because like I got to think on the spot of what it would be, and I don't know if I'll actually give my honest answer unless I had more time to think about it. But I could answer, and you could think about it while I answer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I I have so many fond memories from the season or from the year, whatever the hell we're calling this. It was really fun of uh, start to finish. I love Frankenstein and Sweeney and, and here we sit. Um, not so fond about yes, Virginia. That's not a secret. <laughs> uh, spiral to like, I don't know. So many, so many really good memories, but uh, something that I will never forget as long as I am on this earth is, um, uh, and here we sit when, when Carla did her monologue. Mm-hmm. And she was always so nervous for it, and she always knocked it out of the park. Like, just real, true emotion. Um, I said it in another episode, and I included it in uh, the, our best of, because I loved I loved this. Like, if I would wear a shirt that just reminds people, like, of, I said, like, all my friends got to, like, actually flex their muscles and show, like, this is why we're getting the parts. It's not because we're friends with him. And it was you and Spiral. It was Ben and Frankenstein. Um, it was Jenna as Love It and uh, Carla and, and Here We Sit. And it's like you guys showed why you are getting these roles. It has nothing to do with our relationships. It has everything mm-hmm. to do with that you're all extremely talented individuals. So um, we got we – were, we're doing that and um, she's just fantastic. Like every night it was just crazy. And um, it was her last show before she moved. And so, like, the, the last Sunday was just super emotional all around. And um, she finished, and, and I came out, and, like, the, the whole end of the scene was that I sit next to her and watch the show with her, and we're the only two people in the theater after she convinces us to put it on just for her. So um, I sit down, and as soon as the lights go out, I just start bawling, and, and she's crying too, and, and I just hugged her on stage. And, like, that moment I will never, ever forget because it's just – I don't know, just like burnt into my memory. And it was just such a, a good moment to have with her. And I think my dad, cause I, I was helping direct that at the beginning mm-hmm. and I'm like, I, I just, I really want to do the, 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 um, falling over chairs part, the picking, the art of picking your seat. I was like, that's all <laughs> I want. I don't care what else happens. Yeah. Um, and then I was really interested in the flannel part that Callum got. I was like, I really, that would be fun. Cause I always wear flannel. It makes sense. And he's like, uh, yeah, but like, I, I thought it'd be really cool if you and Carla did the, the, I can't even rem- remember what it's called. Audience of one. Mm. He's like, I think it'd be really cool if you guys did that. And I never really had a connection to it. I'm like, oh, whatever. I'm like, if Carla's doing it, yeah, then great. Like, that'd be cool. And I can't thank him enough for giving him, for giving us, him giving us that moment. Like, that was so cool to like be on stage with her for her last play for a while. Like, I'm, she'll come back and do more but it was just super emotional and and something i'll never forget oh that's so lovely <laughs> um okay so i i'll give i'll give two because one is more so just like a collection of memories as opposed to just like one specific one and um 
so that one is just this past season i feel like i've met a lot of new people that have come into the theater and seeing these people in their space of talent has made me want to be better and go after the goals that I had, but never really felt like, never felt like I had the confidence to try. And so I feel like being in Sweeney and like meeting a lot of people who are singers and some of them singers first uh, and then actors second, um, just helped solidify the things that I want to do because I've always wanted to be in musical. I've always wanted to sing, but I never for years I was just like, yeah, I'll take lessons one day and like just never did. Um, and so just like seeing all the new people come together and the things that they can do have forced me to want to be better and to go after the things that I want. And so it's just like being in a room full of people that actually you can bounce ideas off of and you can feel just like, hey, this these people are so talented. I want to be even better than I am right now. And I think this past year in general being around all those people and meeting a bunch of new people have made me more confident and want to go after the things that I've wanted for years. So basically all the people that I've met, all the friends that I've made, thank you for helping me grow as a person. <laughs> so there's That's that awesome. one. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Um, more specifically, I will say I loved how I felt doing sound for Christmas Rose. And I I was going back and forth. I was like, I could say spiral and how I felt, but like something about I've done lights before, but there was something about doing the sound where I felt like I was more of a guiding. I was more of a guide to the show and for like the actors in the show and helping them out. And I, the reason why this moment sticks out for me is because I remember when I was first learning the lights, like Julie showed me a couple of, for a couple of days, like how to work the board and stuff. And it's not that anything is like complicated. Nothing's crazy hard the way that it's set up. But I, there was, there was this one rehearsal where I, I was still learning. So I, I couldn't like get, uh, some of the sounds on time and Don was like he he just like made a comment he's like Alex you have to hit that like we need that noise it, it was I think it was the wind like I just like forgot to punch up the wind yeah. once like and Don was just like Alex we need the wind like we need it we we have to get that noise and I think he was just like frustrated with the entire rehearsal not just me in particular but like I was up with uh um Matt and James in the booth and I was like, Oh my God, did Don just yell at me? Like what? Not that he actually yelled, Mm -hmm. but like, I was like, Oh God, is Don frustrated with me because I'm not getting this. And I'm like, Oh, am I going to suck and never be asked to do this again? So, um, so then by the end of the entire run, it like, everyone was telling me that I, like I was on point 
with the sound and getting it up and and into the volumes that it needed to be and not anything close to like perfect because no one's perfect but like just them noticing the small details and them letting me know like them feeling the need to let me know that I did a good job just made me believe in myself more because I because in the beginning I was like uh what if I suck at this and I don't think I can do this and like they hate everything that I'm doing and then in the end I was like okay I should just trust myself more because during the whole process I was like I know how I want certain things to sound or like where I want to place the sounds and I think by the end you obviously get more comfortable with the story and when certain songs come in and when they leave and then you just get more comfortable with like when to fade them and when to like fade them in, fade them out. And I just feel like I I'm grateful that I got that chance to work on that. And I I just I I just loved how I felt every night at the end of the shows and when I would bring like the the curtain call song up and I don't know, I just like being up there and like clapping for for all the actors on stage. That's uh, the greatest feeling ever, and that's one of my favorite memories that you just reminded me of, is is being up there and then watching the curtain call happen. Yeah, and um, at, when it's a standing ovation, like I think Frankenstein and, and Sweeney got one every night. Christmas Rose definitely got one every yeah. night. So like that when I only say Frankenstein and Sweeney because I I directed them, and when you direct it, and then I was up in the booth for both of them. I just want to like the feeling that you just want to like sprint down and just give everyone just yeah. one massive yeah. hug and and like just being so proud. Like remember at the beginning of the summer when we were all hot and sweaty and, and tearing through our scripts and everyone was frustrated and everyone was overworked and it's like, this is, it all paid off. Yeah. I, it's just like, even it's like a, better feeling than even being on stage I think and like so. getting that applause like being up there and applauding for who's on stage and seeing the entire audience in a show like the Christmas Rose where the audience is giving a standing ovation uh-huh. it's like it's just a feeling of accomplishment and and pride like you're just proud of everyone on the stage you're proud of your partners in the booth and you're also just happy that the audience is feeling the same way you are. Yeah. So I I I connect with being up there and that is like to me a better feeling a greater feeling than I get on when I'm on stage. Yeah. Well, which, like, is, what... which is crazy. I mean, you you I don't think I ever like thought I'd think that. No, it cuz it doesn't make sense yeah. really. But you're a bystander to the whole, the whole process as, as like the lighter sound person. And you're just like, you're just expected to make your, your cues. Like you can't mess up. Like, like everyone else can mess up. Yeah. Like, oh, I flubbed a line, whatever. I'll, I'll get it back. Um, and, and you're just, you're just kind of there. And then you watch everybody grow. You watch everybody learn. And then when, when the audience, like I wasn't in the booth for, for Christmas Rose, but I, when I went and watched it, and it was a standing ovation. Like what I felt for my dad was like what I felt for, for all the, the cast that I directed. Like like my dad worked so hard on that show. He didn't know what it was going to be. And then they just leapt to their feet 
howling and and clapping like that that was like the lion king feeling like when i talked about circle of life like every time that we get a standing ovation or or the people get what they deserve after working mm-hmm. their butts off it's like you just you feel like you're floating yeah and it it's odd too because i feel like on stage i you're kind of as an actor you like you look for that applause yeah you're like I want to feel that and yeah. I want to feel that the audience felt something from us. But when I'm upstairs in the booth, I don't have that ego. I'm like, yes, I'm like, I don't like, I know that the lights and the sound are equally as important to a show. But for some reason, I don't need an audience clapping at me for doing either of those things right and i know i feel accomplished at the end of a run and for some reason i just don't i just don't need that like i don't need someone clapping for me because like i did a good job on sound or like i did a good job on lights i don't need it and the fact that i don't need it and still feel proud i it's like a weird feeling it, it's such a good feeling to have. It is. Yeah. It's perplexing because like, it, yeah. it, it makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. It really makes no sense. Like I, I, They're not clapping. None of this is for me. This is for everyone on stage. Yeah. Like you know that people know that lights and sound are important. Yes. But they're also at the end of the day not really thinking about it. That's that's what – like if you take away the music from something, it's not nearly as good. Yeah. But they don't, they're not thinking that. And, like, I don't think that either, like, when I watch a movie for the first time. And, and then, like, you watch it five times. Like, okay, yeah, the music. Yeah. But, like, you watch it the first time. You're like, these actors are incredible. You're not even necessarily thinking about the director. Yeah. And so many times going out the door, like, I, you feel that as a director, um, like, just that pride. And then, like, people walking out the door will either, like, say, like, my dad did a great job on something that I directed. Or just, like... Pick oh those actors are crazy, and it's like the director gets nothing, which is, <laughs> and again I still feel that like through the roof. Yeah, I'm so proud for for all these people, and and like I almost cried multiple times during Frankenstein, because just like Ben known him loved him my whole life, and then when he would come walking out in that cape at the end, and and the audience would just start yelling for him, like yeah. it, I truly was like getting choked up and just like. You deserve that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why that feeling. Those are two opposite feelings, but like, I I like that I don't have an ego when I'm in the booth, so yeah. I'm not. And no one likes to feel like they have an ego, anyways. But we all know actors have egos, and like, they want to do their best, but they also like want accolades for <laughs> what they do. And yeah, I just. I love that feeling of being proud of who's on stage and not needing anything in return. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. Maybe we should give an accolade for it. Maybe at the Starries we should have a, a best best lightboard operator, best soundboard operator. That's crazy. I, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I'm like, wow, we didn't even have – yeah. I don't even think we thought that last year. No, not at all. Which is wild. Yeah. <laughs> shout out. Shout out to um, – the cruise. Yeah. Shout out to the cruise. We all know, like, they're the backbone. Yeah, yeah. 
We know it, but it's just they don't get the credit. They don't. And and they deserve it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Is that it? Is that all we got? Yeah. Sweet. We got an hour 15 out of this one. Now, old us, we'd start pushing. We'd start. We'd start, <laughs> we'd start pushing for another 45 minutes. For another minutes. 45 minutes. We would start pushing. But not, not anymore. It's the quality, not the quantity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember what we talked about throughout this entire episode, so I, don't, <laughs> I actually don't know if it's quality or not. But uh, yeah, first of season two, I'm excited for what we have. Um, I want to send you some names that that I want to get together and then let people know again, like start letting people know early again so then we can get yeah, to it. Yeah, I want to make an outline for us. Yeah. <laughs> we got some Treasure Island people coming on. Um, we got Brennan coming on this season. We've got um lottie and bernice yeah I, we were talking about that on the train i'm really excited to have them on yeah that's gonna be wild mm-hmm. all right we got good stuff coming thanks for listening as always we really do appreciate it um yeah thank you i mean you listen for a whole season so a whole season a whole year a whole season's so worth please continue <laughs> <laughs> uh episode 52 is gonna not be two hours so um you can try to fit both in in one week if you don't you don't um you're always appreciated and it was planned that way and it was planned that way <laughs> uh this episode is sponsored by jds electrical inc licensed and insured call 716-523-2711 for all your electrical needs thanks for listening thank you